Hi and welcome to Motivation Monday. My name is Sarah Clark and every week I want to motivate you to move your body and just to love life a little bit more. In this episode this week we're going to be talking about body sizes and also touching on body shame because this is such an important, important topic, especially in the world of fitness, which is where I find myself, and it stops so many people from doing incredible things. So if you've ever had a thought in your mind about that you are the wrong size, the wrong shape for anything in particular, this is the episode for you. Happy Monday! I hope it is a great one for you. This is Motivation Monday and I really hope after this episode that you feel pumped and ready for the week ahead. Sometimes it just we just need a bit of a ramp up to the week and that can be Monday for me. Sometimes Monday is great and sometimes Monday is a learning curve for the rest of the week not to replicate that day. So whatever it's been for you as you're driving home today, I want you to just take a deep breath and listen in and then hopefully we can get rid of some really rubbish habits and help you to build some new ones. So this week I wanted to talk about body shapes and sizes. I don't think it's talked about enough in the way that I'm going to be talking about it because actually in the fitness industry it's completely reliant on the fact that you don't like yourself and I am sick and tired of that. I just genuinely think, I'm going to put the biggest point I've got out right at the beginning, genuinely believe that if you don't like yourself or like you don't like the way you look or you don't believe that you're right or that you think there's something wrong with you and you're basically living in shame for what you are, I don't believe you're going to make life-changing changes that are sustainable and healthy So many people come to join my gym, you know, just about July and they're like, oh, I'm going on holiday next month and I have to be size 10 or my friend's getting married in three weeks time and I have to be this size and it just, I really can't stand it. It's so unhealthy and so sad because, you know, if you truly believe that there is something wrong with you and you're only motivated by changing yourself so that it is right in the eyes of somebody else, then that is not healthy and it is not going to grow. Well, it will grow, but not into something that is good and it won't motivate you for the rest of your life. And yes, you may be motivated for the next three weeks to only eat bananas and to run a 5K every day. But if you did that for the rest of your life, there's gonna be some real bad effects. There's probably gonna be some bad effects in one week if you're only eating pajamas, bananas. But if you are doing crash diets or crash anything, you are going to crash. That is the long and the short of it. And so really what the answer for me is, is trying to reverse what I think society has done over the last couple of years, well, last decades maybe, which is telling you that you need to be a certain size, you need to be a certain shape, you need to have legs that look like this, you need to be able to lift this amount of weight, you need to be able to run, you need to be able to do this in order to be normal, or if not just normal, a valuable member of society. 
And it's just so awful. And I want you guys, if you are in that position where you're feeling like that right now, I want you to just try and put, draw a line in the sand today and just decide this is the day that I'm going to start to love where I am right now. And the way I'm going to do that with you, and I want this to be dead practical, is I want you to be motivated rather than by the way you look and just to completely flip it and to be motivated by the way you feel. And I know that is completely contrary to everything that the fitness industry or the social media industry, whatever you want to call it, is trying to tell you. But I truly believe that if we are motivated by the way we feel rather than the way we look, we will continue to, we will continue great healthy habits for the rest of our life. We will only grow in more and more love with ourselves, which helps in so many more ways than just your, you know, the way you look. It will also help with your moods and it will help with your mental health and it will help with your relationships. And just by focusing on the way you feel actually will, in the end, have a dramatic effect on the way you look if that is something that you're wanting to do. And the reason is... I genuinely believe that if you're thinking purely about the way you feel, naturally, when we, to feel good, we need to move our bodies, which is what our bodies crave. And when I say move your bodies, if you're new here, that means moving, period. It means going up and down the stairs. It means walking. It means running. It means lifting things up and putting them back down again. It means playing wrestling with your kids on the floor. It means going to the gym. It, it, whatever it means for you, that is moving your body. If you are moving your limbs around and you s- kind of get out of breath like I am right now, <laughs> I'm not moving my body, but that is, in effect, exercise. Let's just take it straight back to basics. That is exercise. You don't have to have a membership. You don't have to join a crazy cult, whatever it is. You just need to move your body more than you sit down, okay? So I truly believe that if we move our bodies, we will actually want to eat better. And what I mean by that is, I don't know about you, especially this, you might find this in the summer, for example. The summer, um, your mood is generally um, naturally up, and so you decide to go and exercise outside, and you feel absolutely awesome afterwards, and you think to yourself, oh, I'm really craving a salad And you think that it's, you know, that it's summer that's doing it or it's exercise that it's doing it, but it's because your body's craving you to replenish it with things that it's lost as part of your exercise. And so if you exercise, I genuinely believe that your body will tell you and cue you to crave something that is better for you. And again, if you're new here, what I see as better for you is food that makes you feel good. And I don't just mean like that makes you feel good in an instant because I can tell you for one that Chinese makes me feel incredible in the moment. I'm thinking this is the tastiest thing in the world. And then one hour later or two hours later or generally the morning afterwards, I am like reaching for three bottles, three litres of water, probably some paracetamols. Like, oh my word, it does bad things to my tummy. You know, so that to me, therefore, is not a good food. You know, I still eat it from time to time because I weigh up the choices. I tell myself, yep, okay, I can deal with the after effects because I want that taste so badly. But in my mind, that is under the category of not good food. Okay, so 
When we talk about exercise, we talk about moving our bodies. When we talk about food, we talk about things that make you feel good one to two hours afterwards. So feel good food or food, remember, is fuel. So feel good fuel. Okay. Is your body, is your food fueling your body correctly, giving you energy, enthusiasm and brain power? Then it's probably good food. And yes, generally, that means foods that are high in nutrients which generally is food that's been grown from the ground. And so, yes, in an ideal world, you'd be eating plants and vegetables and fruits, but there is also some allowances on either side of that. So you're just choosing foods that fits your body the best. So going back to my point, I believe that if we move our bodies more, we will naturally want to eat better. And when we eat better, it releases more energy. And that then becomes a cycle because then we have more energy and we decide that we actually were craving a workout again. And so we work out again, which craves more healthy food. And then you're in this amazing cycle where your body's just loving what it's doing and doing all the things it was designed to do. And the thing is, if you start that cycle saying to yourself, I want to have abs by January. Okay, this is recorded the beginning of December so if I say I want abs before January and for 30 days I go so hard on that cycle and then January comes and I don't have abs or well I do have abs but you can't see them then I'm going to crash I'm going to stop I'm going to be disheartened disillusioned and I'm going to think well that was just lame I'm never going to do that again whereas if you completely change your language from I want to look this way I want to have this then you know you you avoid that that horrible feeling of shame and failure rather what we want to do is we want to change a language to be something that is life-giving that could also apply to your life for the rest of your life and so therefore you jump on this cycle of eat good uh, f- sorry move your body eat good, feel good, move your body, eat good, feel good. And you go on through this cycle. And because you never really achieve, you know, your end destination, you're happy to just continue. And you almost forget about all the things that you ever wanted beforehand. And you just love the process. And more times out of not, more times than not, I've watched people go into this process absolutely fall in love with themselves and completely forget their original goals which generally are size goals you know shape goals I want to have a bigger bum I want to be size 10 I mean what is it about size 8 and size 10 I just don't understand it you know I've been this is for women obviously but I've been genuinely every single size from size 6 to size 18 in the last 10 years, which, you know, is not healthy. I'm going to put my hands up there and just say there's like been some real rubbish um, things going on with my body. And also pregnancy, that wasn't the rubbish thing. But I've also had um, three pregnancies in the last 10 years. And, you know, I'm now size eight. And I am actually not the healthiest I've ever been. I don't feel very good in terms of my energy levels. Um, and you know, it's not, it hasn't fulfilled me. I've hit size eight, you know, that magical number. And I don't look in the mirror and think, 
girl, you've got it or whatever. You know, there's not going to be a size or a shape because you're going to always want more. If you are motivated by what other people are telling you to be motivated by in terms of the size of your body, the shape of your body, the world is never going to be happy with you because they're not you. They're all looking at you from a completely outside perspective. So if we give the world the power to tell us what shape we should be, what size we should be, how much we should lift, how many times a week we should go to the gym, whatever, you know, you could apply that to so many different things. You are putting yourself in a really rubbish situation there. And it's going to end up in shame and sadness, you know, generally. So I really want you to try and flip this on its head from today And so here are some steps for you for freedom from the opinions of the world. I mean, they're completely unfounded. I mean, why on earth did we decide in the 60s that people should look like stick insects? You know, there are people that are skinny and they are beautiful and they are capable of incredible things. And then there are people that are bigger and they are incredible, uh, capable of incredible things also. Why does the people that are bigger get told that they can't, shouldn't be that big, you know? In my gym, I don't know about your gym, but in my gym, the bigger you are, it means the more weight you can lift, which girls generally then realise that they want to add more weight on so they can add more weight onto their weightlifting, which is so cool. Um, but you know what? Like, if you're skinny, brilliant. You can do great things. If you're bigger brilliant, you can do great things. Let's stop looking at ourselves and judging how valuable we are to society and let's just judge ourselves on the things that we do for society. If you need something to be judged on, then then you can judge yourself based on that if you want to. But the best thing for me is to follow these steps to try and get your head away from how judging yourself based on what, what others think about you. So my first one is to practice good vibes only at the mirror. And I mean that to be as cliche as it sounds. I literally had a sign that I hung on my mirror for a while um, after I had babies. Obviously, my body looked a completely different body to what I was used to. And so naturally, I was a little bit shocked every day when I looked in the mirror. But I had to remind myself that I have to fight for my right to be happy in my own body. So... I hung this sign on my mirror and it just literally told me every single time I looked in the mirror and thought, oh, you have dot, 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 or you look dot, dot, dot. I would see that sign and I would instantly say to myself, you know what? I am great. I look brilliant. I've been through loads of body changes in the last year and I've got lines to show them brilliant, but I look great and I can do great things. Okay, so you can change your language from I look to I do or I have or I am and just basically be intentional with what you're going to choose to say to yourself. You could even write out some affirmations if you're into that type of thing that you could be telling yourself when you do see yourself naked. The other option is to just stop looking in the mirror. Okay, I mean, look into the mirror for 10 seconds to check that you have got nothing embarrassing on your face or whatever. 
But don't stare at yourself and analyse yourself and be a judge's panel looking at every single nook and cranny on your body and trying to tell yourself, you know, if, whether it is good or bad. Why don't you for the next week practice just looking in the mirror for 10 seconds in the morning and then getting the hell out of there, okay? If that's not for you, then that's fine. If you want to really assess yourself and what you're wearing, then go for it. But I actually have really benefited from the practice of just not looking at my body for so long. Nobody else looks at me for that long, so why do I need to? Okay, my next one is kind of along the same lines. I want you to stop weighing yourself, okay? Or if you have to weigh weigh yourself, I want you to really pay attention to the things that pop into your head after you've weighed yourself on the scales. So you step on the scales, you look at the number, boom, done. If you're recording it, if you're logging it for any particular reason, competition or whatever, log it. But then if you find anything coming into your mind, like, oh my word, you shouldn't be that weight or oh my word, you've gained two kilos or oh my word, so-and-so is weighs this much and you weigh 30 kilos more, just stop it in its tracks and just replace it with something else that you've already chosen to replace it with. And then the final step that I've got for you for freedom of your mind and your shame and everything when it comes to your body is to choose goals that can be applicable for the rest of your life and not just for holidays or not just for the next year or not just for the next two years, okay? If you want to have abs, great. Then you need to exercise and you need to eat right. And when you do those things, you'll feel good and you'll want to do it again. But if you're constantly thinking about the abs, they're going to take one to two years to arrive. And every single day that you don't have them, you're basically telling yourself to give up because you have not achieved the goal. Okay. whereas if you can choose goals that you can achieve on a daily basis, you are more likely to just forget about the goal and it will come quicker because you're not tracking it every single day. So, for example, your goal can go from I want abs or I want to be this weight to I will exercise every day and I will eat a calorie deficit of 100 calories okay that is something that you can choose to do every single day it is applicable and you could if you wanted to do that for the rest of your life and you know you will be on a positive pathway And you can just focus on the day. The only thing that you really truly have control of is your day today. And so choose that to be your goal. Because, you know, science suggests that if you move your body every day and you eat a calorie deficit, you will lose weight if you need to lose weight. Okay? Your body structure, your bones and your muscle will determine the size of your body. Okay? Not magazines, nobody else. You may not have been born with the bone structure in that and muscle structure that you for you to actually become a size eight without really dramatically hurting yourself. So stop trying to get there. All right. So my steps were either practice good vibes only in the mirror or stop looking in the mirror for so long. Stop weighing yourself or listen to the thoughts that occur when you do step on the scales. And then finally, choose goals that can be applicable for every single day rather than long-term, hard goals that you can't really achieve very quickly. I think you guys are epic. And if you approached me and you were size 22 
and you said, I want to start moving today, I would do a happy dance and I would get you training that day. There is no size that you need to be in order to start training, in order to start moving, in order to start making great things happen for you to feel better. Okay, I hope that was motivational for you for this Monday. If so, give me a note. Let me know how it's um, helped you. And let me know if you need any help in choosing those daily goals as opposed to yearly over the rainbow goals. All right, have a great one and I will see you again next week. Bye.